And we're back, episode 21 of Out the Shoe. This week we're coming up for week 12 of the Union. And what a week it's been. Last week we saw Fergus Lee probably loosen their grip on the title. Greenock leapfrogging Drumpelier to potentially steer away from danger. And we also saw Clydesdale lift the Round Cup in what looked like a really close tussle between them and Pollock. We were back at West to do the shoe. We talked about the Union struggles in the Scottish Cup. All three sides really not acquitting themselves at all well on the Sunday with everybody, Fergus Lee, Stirling County and West all getting a tanking. We talked red cards and of course we talked the two big games of last week. Fergus Lee against Uddingston and also the bottom of the table clash between Greenock and Drumpelier. Lots of chat, lots to get into, and we'll put that show on just in a moment. But you know what? The big news of the week is that we have now reached 2,000 downloads. So listen, hats off to everybody who's been listening. It's been great fun doing the show and even better to see that we've had 2,000 downloads already. So that's fantastic. Lots of people wanting to get on the show. Um, I know Rory's wanted to try and get on. We've had Mikey Miller badgering me to get on. And also, we've had a few people who were wanting shout-outs, which is great, no problem at all. Listen, just give me a shout and uh, more than happy to give you a name check. But sometimes people come up to me and, and in the strangest set of circumstances looking for a shout out and in fact one of the most bizarre ones we've had was we were playing we were playing Fergus Lee down in the uh, the West League Cup in Paisley and they posted 159 and ended up winning the game on, on DL to, to be truthful we probably weren't in with much of a of a shout anyway batting at five and batting against the young off spinner Harun Tahrir good kid bowls a flighted ball, not too sure how much he spins the ball, but he was bowling pretty well. Anyway, I was struggling a bit, hit him for a two, and then I've popped one right down mid-off, and uh, it's been caught just on the boundary. And uh, to hear asked, he said, could I put that on the podcast? And uh, I thought, well, that's absolutely fine. Um, well, I suppose what, he didn't really say, could I put it on the podcast? It was more of sort of, stick that on your podcast. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he wanted a shout out. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't giving me a send off, was he? He's such a nice, young, polite man. Surely he wouldn't have given a 50 year old man a send off. Gosh, if he'd given him a send off, he would have surely dropped some F bombs and told me, fuck, stick the shoe up your arse. No, he wouldn't have done that. So, Harun Tahir, here you are. You are shout-out of the week. My hat off to you. Well done to you. You are too good for me. And anybody else, listen, anybody else who wants a shout-out, more than happy to oblige. And you know what? You don't need to give me a send-off. Just ask. Right, we're back. We are. It's good. It's good to be back. You're not Mikey Miller. I'm not. No, I've saved <laughs> saved the environment by not putting any hairspray on for this. 
tonight. But uh, and yeah, no, nice to be back. Very glad to be back. My seat's lovely and warm. Yes, we're from, in. Uh, Mikey's uh, stand-in performance. He did well. He did well. I've not actually listened. I have to say, my jealousy was too much to be able to listen to anybody else <laughs> in my position. Why didn't you want? To, why couldn't you come on? Did other engagements? Yeah, so I was playing cricket one night. I actually played a game. Right. Uh, why else? Oh, I think I had some work stuff on and stuff that I just right. couldn't make evenings okay. last weekend. And then I think, did you have a game? Yes. 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 So yes. I think it was just our paths couldn't cross. We were not crossing. Um, <laughs> so we're in the second uh, team, well, not second team, the away dressing room at West. Um, it's absolutely pishing down outside. So we've uh, sought cover inside. Yep. And uh, good to see Nick Ballers with us. Uh, we've got Craig Morrison and uh, Suresh Balakrishnana. I hope I pronounced that <laughs> one properly. <laughs> I'm not going to pass any judgment. We'll see what he says. <laughs> right, I tell you what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do the usual preview, the usual review, yeah. and we're going to go over the Scottish Cup debacle. <laughs> I tell you, I'm still hurting. I'm not. Yeah, I'm it, not surprised. It is. It is the lowest of the lows. It was, a, I think, a tough one. Having, I mean, I had came through, watched all, had a really good day. I mean, first off, a shout has to go to Heriot's for the. The two fifty pint cans of tenants, which oh, got me. In. Tell you, the, the bar was doing a great, uh, a great <laughs> really on the west of Scotland four, but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we'll cover that, and then of course we had the first red card. We did the first did. red card, a game in the the Strathmore. So just to cut across, yeah, here actually that was quite a good effort on the pronunciation. So well done, oh, there, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks very much. I can't find the applause <laughs> card, but. Uh, <laughs> Neither can you. <laughs> but uh, well done. There we go. Uh, yeah, so first red card, Strathmore Union. Yeah. Now, I played up in Aberdeen for three years, and the second team played in the Strathmore Union. And what a lovely competition. Well, you see, used to go to places like Strathmore and Perthshire, and it was all very nice tea and scones, and, uh, you yeah. know... But clearly not but anymore. <laughs> it wasn't anymore. Well, I read rumours. There was an article by, is it Neil Bryce there? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, one, he's working of, up there. Rumours of headbutting, rumours oh. of headbutts. And, so what we want is that if you're on the live stream and you're on the Facebook, give us an idea if you've ever come across a situation where you've had fisticuffs on the pitch. Have you ever had a, any game where you've come across fisticuffs, whether it's for your, your own players or whether it's been uh, with I, the Oppo. I can't think. I can't actually think of any in a game where it's come to that. Which, despite my reputation for being an absolute annoyance to play against, it hasn't ever come to that. But I did see somebody get stabbed at the side of a pitch playing an under fifteens <laughs> game at Pollock once. To which we allowed not playing the game. Though, no, not no, no, no. There was just this this group of lovely young people right. having a having a quiet Friday night with balls of Mad Dog and Bucky. And, and suddenly, suddenly just absolute the chaos came breaks out. out. Oh, yeah, to which the game continues. Some of the parents go over to see if the guy's all right. And he right. just sits up and just goes, does anybody have a fag? <laughs> Only Glasgow. But to make it even more, sort of, tie it more into cricket, who turns up as the the police officer but Drew Pride from Drupalia? No. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> was brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'll tell you the story that we had where we had a fight well, it wasn't a fight, it was almost a fight. Where this was back, this is the first year of the Scottish National Championship, uh-huh. okay? And West have won it with a week to spare, and uh, Corey Richards is our pro. Uh-huh. Corey Richard played think, season, two seasons here, and he was an absolute gun bat. But I tell you, he never got on with Gilco. <laughs> they just, it was like oil and water. It was just absolutely, it was just, it was waiting to erupt. 
So we had the last game, so we're all over stuff with dice. We've, we've scored about 400 or oh. something. And I tell you, he was playing. Kyle Kurtz was playing. Was he? Yeah. Really he was about like a 13 year old. And we said to Kyle, I said, listen, we'll give you as much Coca Cola if you can smash Gilks. <laughs> Just go and run down the wick and try and smash Gilts. So he did that a couple of times, four here, four there, and Gilts was just starting to boil over. Steaming. Anyway, Corey Richards, he's fielding in at short uh, mid-off, and he didn't get on. So what he's done is he's got the ball, and he's done this horrible greener, just a... <laughs> and he's put it on the ball, right? And he's thrown it back at Gilks, okay? So Gilks has caught the ball. And so what's going on here? Um, and then somebody was feeling, I don't know who it was, somebody was feeling it mid-on who had seen what was happening and told Gilks what Corey had done. So, so Gilks then comes in, Corey's then obviously back, <laughs> back behind him, mid-off, Gilks runs in and bowls, and he bowls it straight at Corey's head. Did you have him? <laughs> I mean, Corey it's... turns around and there's almost like there's a... Finish. He's lucky. Thing. He is lucky. It was Gilks, not like Dale Steen, rocking <laughs> up just whining off the back of his skull. We were doing what we had to like separate them. It was the funniest really? thing. Uh, it really was. Really yeah. was. Listen. On to so, some real so cricket. We'll get on to some real cricket. So it was two very interesting games. I think um, we had, uh, and we'll come to this later on. We had Fergus Lee against Uddingston. Yep. And we had. The 50-pointer, Greenock against um, Trompelia. Yeah. Two games, top of the league, bottom of the league, and they've really, I think, cemented, I think, and everybody's ideas to what's going to happen at the top of the league. Yeah. I'm sure Fergus Lee will have um, other things to say about that, but now I think they've lost three games. I think it's probably going to... Struggle. It, it feels like it's just a little bit out of reach, yeah. I think, from that point. It said that they still all still have to play the likes of Prestwick and West, so that could be um, something that that uh, that they could turn around. Um, but I think they've probably got to win every single game from now on in. I would expect. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's probably more as we mentioned before coming on. It feels a little bit like they're now possibly good, more likely to play a bit of a spoiling role because they're still to play. The West have still to play Prestwick in the second half of the season, and obviously a lot of the teams are down at the bottom half of the yeah, table. Yeah. So I think that's probably more likely now where their real role comes in. However, as you said, if they win every game, then they'll probably possibly be right back mm. up there. And then what about Greenock and Drumpies? I mean, Huge game. It and was an enormous game. I think probably Greenock have ended up. I think as we'd mentioned certainly last time I was on that they'd been close to close to wins. Mm. I didn't quite expect them to come out and get it. By knocking two thirty, which is something that they haven't really looked at. No, like doing I don't season. think they've hit two hundred all year. No, but I mean, obviously they've had the, whoever, I don't know who this guy Griffiths who's come in and yeah. going sixty one not out. Which, and I think what they really need in the back is somebody who can support the pro. Yeah, and that's obviously what's happened there. So it'll be interesting. The first time we've had somebody from Gunnacon. Yeah, well, we get Ronnie McGregor, stalwart of Pollock and Fergus Lee. He's uh-huh. going to come and uh, on and, and spill the beans. Great. So that will be that will be good. Um, so listen, let's get Paddy Barber on. So tell us what happened at Clydesdale then. So Clydesdale playing at Tipwood against Stone County this week. Um, Clydesdale bowled out for 190 and won by 60 runs. Something I think that's interesting is that Stone used nine bowlers, but yeah, nine bowlers, yeah. eh? Everybody gets a goal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting as well. Clydesdale had Barrington back in for that game. Um, probably quite important for them as a team, but we're interested to see what Paddy's got to say on that front. He only bowled three overs, Beryl, yes, so I wonder 
Hi, Paddy, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. Hi, Paddy, how you doing, mate? It's Chris. Very good, mate. Very good. Nice to speak to you. Good. Training good off. Aye, training was abandoned um, this afternoon. Aye. Aye, bit wet, eh? Yeah, it's a bit wet. We don't have a bomb shelter over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fairness, I've not been round yet tonight, but I assume it's probably a bit wet in me as well. So. It's a bit old, isn't it? Yeah. So good result for you guys on on Saturday. Um, Barrow only bowling three overs, just kept his powder dry. Didn't really need him. Uh, yeah, he, he came on in the middle overs, but actually at that time it's probably more conducive uh, to have a spinner on. So put okay. a spinner on. But to be honest, if it had gone the full fifty, uh, he would have come back on and bowled some depth overs probably. Yeah. Yeah. And and then. And they might have ended up using all nine, all, all ten bowlers. They had nine bowlers at you. Did you realise that? Yeah, yeah well, um, I realised that we were going to have to put the scores in on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bloody hassle, eh? Oh, shit, there's another one. And another one. Um, so I had to use mine because, well, the captain, Tweedy, doesn't usually bowl, but I think because it was turning, he bowled some offies. And one of their bowlers... Did he get injured? Uh, Yeah, I know, that's what I was saying. What? Rock, well, easy to decide who the TFC is, that the one that they, I guess. But, and, then, and then Tom Bradburn's not, I mean, he only bowled four overs. He's, he just doesn't seem to have been bowling at all this season. Do you think he's injured? Um, he doesn't look injured. I don't know if he's been bowling for uh, the Scotland sort of uh, teams he plays for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And so, I mean, I guess, must have been, there's, there's almost two ways of looking at your batting this weekend. You must be pleased that so many people got starts, but also disappointed people didn't kick on? Uh, I was pleased with over 100 uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if somebody, uh, if somebody who got 30 got 60 or something instead, then we end up getting 220 and uh, makes the second half a lot easier. Yeah. I guess that you, you, you fell a Bashir down at eight. He must have batted well to get thirty-seven. To, to bat down there yeah. at, at eight to get thirty-seven, he must have been going some. Yeah, I mean he's much better than number eight, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got um, a longer batting lineup, most probably. Yeah. Um, and Cairns up. Cairns opening the batting with you. Has he been doing that most of the season? No, but well, that's sorry. I was just to cut in. That's what I was going to say, Paddy. Because has Sturgis not been opening the batting? In some games, I've noticed Cairns batting a bit further down the order. What's the thinking on that switch? Uh, well, Sturgis was opening, yeah, but he wasn't in the greatest form. Then he went down to the twos, got 150. Um, Cairns got a shot opening, and I think in the future, Sturgis wants to bat in the middle order, so mm-hmm. come back in a seven, and he'll hope to sort of work his way back up to number four or something yeah. eventually. And how do you cope with those conversations where you have to tell guys who clearly are 
Um, you know, believe they should be in the first team. Listen, you're going to have to take a, a role in the in the twos. It's happened a couple of times here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been dropped. <laughs> Mike, Mike Miller's been dropped, and it, and it it's, must it's, be something about this show because I can't <laughs> give me. That, so. How, how do you go? How do you go yeah, about that? It's happened. It certainly happened to me in the past as well. Yeah. Um, I think you just have to uh, encourage people that um, over the season you're going to have to use sixteen, seventeen, eight, yeah, twenty sure. plus players. Yeah. Um, and certainly between now and the end of the season, anyone who misses out, we're going to need to use them at some point. And um, it's something we try. We've tried to foster for a few years. Um, and that we have a squad, mm-hmm. you know, and even when you're out of the team, you still feel part of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in past years, when people have been dropped, I think they felt like, you know, completely removed from the team. But um, uh, we try and make sure that people don't feel like that. Yeah. So it makes it a bit easier. And do you try and do that face to face as as often as you can, rather than on, on the phone? <laughs> yeah, generally uh, on a Tuesday we have selection. After training, generally, mm-hmm. so usually at Tuesday trainings, when you get a chance to to speak to people about sort of stuff. And and I guess it's it's very rare that you have to actually go up to somebody and tell them they're dropped and and they don't know the reason why they've been dropped. Generally, you know, you you know yeah. why you've been yeah. dropped. Mm-hmm. In the heart of hearts, even if they don't admit it. Uh huh. Hi, don't know. And I think as well, it shows quite a lot of. A lot of maturity in his part to go down and then don't score 150 because mm. there are plenty of people who get dropped and they mump their gums about it. Whereas, I think for a young guy to go down and just say, Actually, do you know what? I'm going to take the chance to score a lot of runs here mm. and make the case is good. Yeah, it's good. But there's another guy, uh, Sherry, who's been the first half of the season and then yeah. missed out. He's gone and scored um, a 90 and then a 70. So, there's, there's it's good to sh- that people have the desire to get back up. Sorry, Paddy, Big Daddy Rory Kleinfeld has <laughs> just stuck his head in the door. He's trying to use his superstar status to, to try and get on. <laughs> We're ignoring that. We're ignoring that. Um, you can do with bush, I, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, we need all the help we can get. I tell you that. Um, tell me about the Round Cup then. When are you playing that? Uh, supposedly it's Thursday, but... Uh, oh, you're going to struggle there, eh? Um, in which case... It'll be the Thursday after, I think. And who, who are you playing in that? Is that Pollock, is We're it? We're playing Pollock, yeah. Oh, That's brilliant. Pollock, yeah. A local derby. And you playing that at Shawhoe? Yeah, I think it's just the round cup final. I was there, so... Uh, yep. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, but, I mean, we've, I think... I've, I've played in about four or five round cup finals. I think we've got some good experience of, of playing it and winning it, so... Good. Um, that will hold us in good stead, hopefully. Excellent, excellent. And I guess Pollock had... I'm not too sure. Have Pollock won much recently? Do you know much about their uh, history? A, a couple of years ago, they won the West League Cup and the Rowing Cup. Actually, I think I think they've done all right. The 2020 stuff, I think. Yeah, they've probably got a good setup there for the 2028. Mm-hmm. Got quite a few yeah. dashers who go out and have a smash. Yeah, but I mean the uh, Rowing Cup obviously pros can't play. That'll be why you guys went out in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, you're punchy tonight, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Um, positive for us. And then you've got Pollock on, on Saturday. You're over at Shawhome uh, again. Ideal uh, double header. Uh, I think the weather's looking a bit better for Saturday, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
I think a win from you for you guys kind of just moves you out of that position totally and probably cements you as just do you mean in a position round about Fergus Lee just sort of below the top three for yeah. the running. Which, which I think uh, is probably reflective of where we are, you know. Yeah. Um, just around about there at the moment. Yeah, you've got a good young side there, and you're, you're reckoning that if you can keep them all together then next year you'd be hoping then to, to start making a push for some honours, eh? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we've been kind of unfortunate. Like, starting 2017, that's what we said. This is this is the year we sort of build, and then next year, but then, unfortunately, every year we've sort of lost um, players and had to rebuild again. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but hopefully, uh, hopefully, if we can keep them together, that's the plan. Good. Good, good, good. Um, and give me your thoughts on, on who you think. A huge game there, uh, Trumpelier against Greenock during the uh, on Saturday. So Greenock look as if they're clawing their way back and, and bringing Drumpies back into the fold, eh? Yeah, well, I think their their uh, pro just seems to churn out all sorts of scores, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, well, that's him hit four hundred now, four two eight. I think he's miles ahead of of anybody else. Yeah. He's really had a stellar season, and he's also producing with the wickets as well. Yeah. So I think uh, them having him. I mean, but to be honest, the Trumpella pro, pro is really good as well. Yeah. Against us. Yeah. Um, so it might be just a case of which one of them uh, sort of fires across the does the most damage. Eh? Yeah. Okay, well listen, we'll let you go. Thanks very much for picking up the phone and, uh, and best best of luck uh, over at Show Home on Saturday. Thanks, you too. All right, cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Speak to you later, mate. Bye. Cheers. Yeah, Pollock against Clydesdale. I wonder who won the Ryan Brown Cup. Yeah, I mean, it's like any T20 thing. I think it's partially dependent on who you can get out on the night. Mm. But... I think Clydesdale are the better team, but like you say, Pollock can be quite well suited to the T20 yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, they obviously played really well. I think certainly Craig Young backed really well to beat us here in that. Mm-hmm. The, maybe this the guy Moazim who got ninety seven at the weekend, possibly rounding into form at the right time. Yeah. It's but I think having not seen too much of them both in the T20 stuff, it's hard to tell. And it yeah, but I mean, assumedly it will be a really good game, and depending on when it's arranged for, I might take a trip round the south side to go and. Have we watch? You're not banned from there, no? From Pollock? <laughs> I've, done, I've never done anything at Pollock. Your face is brilliant there. What did Clearly I you've been banned from somewhere <laughs> and you had to run through all of the grounds as to which I have signed a non-disclosure agreement with every cricket club in Scotland. Okay. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> right, Tom Fleet, Presswick. Hey, so... I tell you what, they seem to be scoring some runs at Presswick, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean... 300? Yeah, I, I mean, I think... Is that the first... And that's Philip. Hi there, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Hi, Tom, how you doing, mate? You're fairly McDonald's on fire. Oh, he's not too bad. <laughs> 48? I think he's the top amateur at the moment, is he not? He must be, uns- oh. he must be insufferable. <laughs> oh, always. Is he? Doesn't matter whether he scores a run or not. <laughs> So listen, 300, first side to top 300, and uh, Pollock pushed you pretty hard? Yeah, um, they came out fine, um, they weren't quite as consistent as what we wanted to be to start off with, and allowed them to get into the game, but we 
managed to take him back a few and then got a couple of late hitters at the end. But I think by that point, the game was in our favour. But credit to them, they came out trying to have a crack at the score, which mm-hmm. is good to see. But that's I think it's not that often actually you see people get that close to a total that big because it yeah. just is it seems so far away. I mean I don't like to say nobody's got near three hundred all season. So to no. then get I think probably what's the second highest score possibly. It's probably one of these totals where you, because you've never really chased that kind of total, it's maybe sometimes difficult to know how to chase yeah. that. You know, do you go you know, hell for leather at at, uh, at fives? Sixes from ball one, or do you say, listen, we're going to end up having to, if we're going to try and win the game, we're going to have to go 70 off the last yeah. 10. Were they ever in it, or did they just lose wickets consistently? No, um, I think I think with games like that, you kind of, as long as you've got wickets in hand, you're always a chance. And yeah. If you're keeping up, you know, with the run rate as best you can, I think, especially in, in amateur cricket, it can be a bit hard when the run rate's really climbing, but... Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing sensibly enough, the, the outfield was quick enough, so um, and the pitch was playing well, so that there was always a chance mm-hmm. uh, for them to chase it. And I think in those games, you just need to not panic and give yourself as as much of a chance with as many wickets in hand towards the end. Um, it's definitely one, one that you, you kind of assess as you go along um, at big ten overs and hey, look at how you're going to attack the next ten. Yeah, um, but. They were. They had a chance to start. I think um, we managed to get a couple of crucial wickets that really stemmed their rate down. So yeah, um, and then there was one or two boys that struggled to get get it away. Um, and then once they went, there's a couple of uh, guys that came and just had a hit and it started to pay off for them. And you pleased with your bowling attack? You used seven guys there on on Saturday, so everybody seems to be getting a getting a roll. Yeah, um, we've got a few to choose from, but. Uh, I'm always happy with the with the boys. I uh, just think um, now we're just looking to get some consistency, and I think that was a good game for us to try and get as many boys having a bowl as possible. Um, the surprise for us really is Fraser actually <laughs> coming out and, and bowling all right. So yeah, it's good to see that. Geez, you got a four for as well. Yeah, four for forty-six yeah, and forty-eight. The Warriors will be the Warriors yeah. will be uh, champing, champing at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Oh, he's, a, he's at least mid 40s. He's an old farmer, is he? <laughs> no, he wouldn't like to say that. He's, a, he's only mid 30s, but I reckon he's got a few more years left in him. Oh, that's great. So, I mean, Tom, with the, with the ball, I guess the major difference, it seems like, looking at the bowling was your man Trowdry struggled a bit more. Was that, what do you think was going on there? Just bad day at the office, poor deck for him? and you can always back him to, to do a job for you and um, unfortunately he had a little niggle on okay. the weekend there so it was a bit sore so he um, he, he, kind of, he kind of struggled to get his uh, well, his action through mm-hmm. uh, but I guess he's allowed one one or two bad games here and there but even still he bowled well mm-hmm. and was one of our better bowlers so he definitely didn't uh, disappoint and he did a job for us that we need as he always does Tom, can I take you back to the Herriots game in the Scottish Cup? We were obviously through there um, on on Sunday and uh, we were obviously talking to them about how you guys had performed. 
Um, you'd only managed to sort of take ten through there. That must have been a real. Well, what was the what was the issue there? Did you just only have ten, or did was there a late call off? Um, we did have a couple of injuries that week. That um, one very late oh. on the on Saturday night. Um, and so we've got a. We don't have the biggest. We're not blessed with the biggest uh, playing squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, it can be a struggle to fill a team on a on a Sunday. And yeah. Especially in those guys, especially with some sore bodies. I saw that Tom Tommy Halpin had mentioned something on Twitter there to say that you know your first team's obviously very very strong, but you're struggling numbers wise down there. Um, it, it, that must be just soul destroying to go to a place like I think you went through there, and then that must have been a killer just to have to field with ten. So you must have leaked I don't know fifteen twenty possibly thirty runs just because you only had ten in the field. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean. As soon as you're a man down, especially against a decent opposition like that, you you're always on the back foot, aren't you? But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it can be a, a bit soul destroying, but I think the boys actually uh, took it quite well and, and mm-hmm. were up for it, and yeah. they gave it a real crack, which is good to see. Yeah, no, saw yeah. that you you pushed them close. You pushed them close. Yeah, unfortunately I wasn't there, but uh, from from all accounts, from what all the boys are saying, that they. Had, had we had one more player, things could have been slightly different. Yeah, but yeah. Um, again, they they, they worked, worked hard and and um, did the club pr- uh, proud, and it was good to see that they they gave it a go. And then to, just go back to Saturday again. You must have been really pleased with that in the batting, Tom. With what four? Well, four really good scores, and then another. I assume. Bit of hitting from your man Singh down the order. I think to have you must be really pleased to have four people sort of really sort of taking it on in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've in, we've kind of struggled a little bit um, this season where we haven't put a, a solid performance together um, with the full top five and six. Yep. Um, so they had one or two men here and there doing a job, and then the lower order really chipping in, um, and the bowls have been brilliant all year for us. So. We've kind of relied on that, so we, we kind of um, took ourselves aside this week and just and just said, look, we need to we just focus on getting the job done first half and um, and putting the onus on the the top five really to to do the job because we've got the most experience in there mm-hmm. in that top five to do it. And um, it was just great. It was great to see that we all came together and we all worked hard the last couple of weeks to to do a job. And it's great to see it come um, come off. So you've got East Kilbride coming up over there at, uh, at Torrance House. Um, we played them over at the Crescent on Saturday. Pretty poor side, I have to say. Um, Shaky just doesn't seem to be able to score a run. He's just uh, struggling. He seems to be struggling all season. Um, when he batted well for them, but I just think I think they're down. Um, I, I would be very surprised if they're able to, to try and... Uh, Mount some sort of rear guard effort. Mm-hmm. I just think that the the whole sort of demeanour was was very negative. I felt on on Saturday. So you must fancy your chances there. Um, but every week we, we we always back ourselves. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, East East Kilbride, I don't think they have the worst squad. I think. No, but that's the strange thing. Yeah, um, it's they've got a couple of great, well, quality players that can that can win a game for them. I mm. think it's just a okay, case so of once you get into. A habit of losing, it can sometimes be tough to, to get out of that. And unfortunately for them, they haven't played that many games, as, yeah. as many as the rest of yeah. the, um, the league. So it's hard to get some consistent performances together. But up there, it's, it's never um, 
never an easy game and and I think at this stage of the season everyone's got something to play for so there's no no sort of dead rubbers at any point yeah no absolutely absolutely so when when's your next biggie then when's your next big game of you is it, you'll, you'll have West in sort of two or three weeks yeah um, well, we're looking forward to that one we're uh, organising the buses uh, as we speak really are you coming oh, up are you oh fantastic so um, hopefully it'll be a good game yeah well on the field and, and off um, however we're not really we're not really wanting to focus too too far just now I think each each week is you know a big game for us at this point you know um, you don't really want to be slipping off anywhere so you're not going to slip up against East Coast right <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, tell you that for nothing <laughs> as we said um, before they don't have the worst squad so it all it takes is a couple of their boys to fire and yeah you're right yeah. You're right, in it? So. Well, Mogul, Mogul, he's drew one. He's drew one. He's been, he's champing at the bit. He smacked Rory for this beautiful four, and then he nicked off the next ball. It was just, uh-huh. yeah. He just hasn't been doing it. He hasn't been doing it. But he will fire. There's no doubt. He'll, he has to have one. Take a ton off somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for us, uh, Sachin hasn't been, you know, big in the runs this season so far. But all it takes is one performance and. I think, I think you can see um, after that he'll, he'll be quite consistent and I think it's the same for, for a lot of decent players like that yeah. it takes this one to I agree. one to get you going yeah. Yeah. yeah good good um, so you'll be pleased with it you get runs you've got runs didn't you do you get 50 odd yes yeah, 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 yeah pleased with that odd, hitting them okay well I'm quite happy at the moment um, but it's I just want to keep it consistent as possible, so hopefully I can keep yeah. on. Do you see when you, you, do you see when you go in and and you have you got a plan first ten balls? I'm, I'm interested to know that. Do you, what do you do? You try and do something in the sort of first ten balls or twenty balls, or just just play the game as it as it is. Uh, well, I tend to my, my idea is to try and get yourself in as um, as quickly as possible. But yeah. don't need to do anything silly. You just got to once the best chance you got at scoring runs is the longer you're out there for. So mm-hmm. if you give yourself a chance and we always always think um, you're more than likely to catch up at some point with the balls. So yeah, but you can't score on your runs if you're not out there. So you just need to take your time and not panic. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and eventually they, they do come. Good. But Good. it just depends what situation you're in as well. No. Kind of, yeah. We kind of look to say if you're, you know, scoring runs, if the team's scoring runs quickly, then you want to, try and tick the, the singles over and get yourself in that way and then there's other times where you need to just sort of put your head down and, and try and work and, and nerd all away back into a position yeah yeah okay alrighty Wilson uh, good luck uh, against East Bride on Saturday and uh, we're looking forward to, to your visit up here yeah, with, bus uh, with your bus yeah. oh, cheers oh, I know the boys are certainly looking forward to it but still a little while away so we'll We'll see how we go. Yeah. Alrighty. Take care. Thanks, mate. Nice. Cheers. So what are your thoughts? I think that's a very, very big performance from them. Do you know what I mean that? Top five. The top, I mean, Mitchell top, didn't get any. No, but, but top, then, the other four, the top, the next four were all above 40. Almost a score that's some lick if you're getting to 319. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just think it's at this point in the season a bit of a statement to go out and bash two 
320 somewhere against Pollock who is a half decent yeah attack. yeah it's not it's exactly they're no mugs um, I think I mean they probably would have liked to have, have won it a bit more convincingly mm-hmm. than they did but most I'm, consistent batting unit in the union at the moment I think absolutely absolutely they are the only ones who every week you go I think they'll probably score 200 and they can do it at home and they seem to be able to do it away yeah exactly and I think we've spoken so much about how how important batting first and scoring if you get to 200 when you're batting first what was it Henry stats something like you win like 90% of the games or something like that yeah and if so if you can consistently do that it's really hard to well, it's hard to look past them getting taking it down to the wire, certainly, at this season. Mm. Um, I think, I know Tom is obviously wanting to play the sort of, every game's a tough game thing. Jeez, they're all doing that. They'll, Flipping, it's like talking to the <laughs> football manager sometimes. But they'll, they'll, they'll thump his brain on Saturday, I think. And I think when it starts to come around for them, it's probably when they play us in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, um, and then they'll have Uddingston at some point, and obviously I think that's when the whole the whole set of fixtures starts to turn. Well, again. that's it because everybody starts playing one another yeah, as absolutely. far as the top is concerned. Absolutely. Um, so, so let's get Youngy on. A man with mixed emotions. I oh think, my lord! What a weekend! The fickle mistress of cricket. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely humped East Kilbride, and then that was an odd game. A really odd yeah. game to watch. It's the first game I think I've been here from start to finish. Hi, Johnny. Hi there, how are you doing? I'm good, mate, how are you? Very well, very well indeed. We were Hi just seeing. That's Chris Cross Ross is with us. Chris Cross. How you doing, mate? I'm good, mate, how's the hangover? Yesterday was rough, honestly. <laughs> I think I was awake for about three hours in total. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk to we'll talk about that a little uh, a little bit later. But let's just talk about East Kilbride. We were just saying, um, Chris was saying a bit of a strange game there. Yeah, it was um, it was it wasn't it was a strange game. I think that we we got off to a great start, took some early wickets. Um, Rory bowled really well up front. Um, got your favourite man out early doors yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, then a really good partnership from um, firstly Shaky and Iqbal held it together for a little bit and yeah. then um, get, got a decent nut off Gav and then Moni and Acid batted well together for they a while. They did bat well and, didn't they? Yeah they did they batted really well I thought Moni's innings was really well obviously really important but really well played he, he attacked the balls he could attack and he mm. um, and still he managed to nudge it around for singles yeah um, but um, yeah, he batted really well. Um, but then they didn't really have much. I think they probably knew themselves that they didn't have much to come after that. So mm-hmm. um, they they kind of capitulated a bit towards the end. Um, but they still they still probably ended up getting a lot more than I thought they were going to get when we had them three down um, for not many at all. Well, I mean, at one point, at one point, it genuinely felt like they were going to be pulled out for. 25 or something mm. like the wickets were just falling relentlessly yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely I, th- I think that I mean credit to them for the way that, the way that they batted in the middle that those two partnerships kind of held them together and got yeah. themselves to a total that was semi-respectable but on, on a pitch that probably uh, favoured the, the batters to be honest um, you would have thought that they could have they could have got a bit more had they had they batted better but then mm-hmm. yeah, we take the positives from the bowling performance and the fielding performance uh, in the first half, definitely. A good grab from you at, uh, at Gully. 
And David David Braithwaite um, looked in good nick and obviously took that form into Sunday's encounter against Heriots. Let's just um, park the, the sort of East Kilbride 25 points there, great, and, and have a little bit of a chat about Heriots because no doubt everybody who's listening will want to know, um, you know, the... The, the, the tail of the tape, I, I guess, and uh, bitterly disappointing, I think, for, for everybody, it's fair to say. Yeah, ex- extremely disappointing. I think that um, we went through there full of confidence after some good performances in the league, but yeah. as, at the same time, not knowing exactly what you're going to be faced with at the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we, we gave a fairly poor account of ourselves in the first half in terms of the fielding and a little bit of the bowling at times. Um, but overall, they didn't. Although they got two hundred and thirty odd, that wasn't uh, from from the position they were in. They probably could have got two fifty plus. Mm, agreed. Um, but uh, we we pulled it back well. But like I say, I, mean, I think there was four drop catches, a missed stump, and a missed run out. Um, and when you're playing against good teams and you're looking to progress in the cup, you can't you can't really afford for those slip ups yeah, as many yeah. as that anyway throughout the first innings. Um, and and I, as I said, that there would be probably if if everybody could probably identify some particular aspect of their game that had the done better at that particular aspect, then that potentially would have changed the game because we ended up losing the game by what well, fifteen. 16 runs you know it yeah. was such small margins at that at that level yeah definitely and I think that obviously you can you can always reflect on a game like that and look at you can break it down into the, the fielding the bowling the batting and different things different parts of the game so yeah. we could have done better in, but it, no matter what happened in that first innings the position we got ourselves in with the bat we should have been able to we should have been able to mm-hmm. walk home really I mean we, we got for, for those of you that are listening that haven't seen we we I think we needed 56 runs oh, to win 15 with, well 15 or 16 yep. overs with, with 8 wickets in hand when yep. Rory got out and then went down to obviously 7 wickets in hand but 56 runs for 7 batsmen um, with that amount of time left it wasn't as if we were pushed for scoring yeah. rates um, or, or even wickets it was just uh, it was it was upsetting and obviously disappointing for the for the team to play the way the way we did. Um, it, it, it was that classic where two guys are batting and then suddenly you get two new guys at the wicket. They start eating up time and then suddenly it goes from four and then before you know it, you're up at needing a run a ball. You lose a couple of wickets and then you're behind the eight ball. Um, yeah. It's just it was one of these classics that. Um, had, had one of the, 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 the two guys stayed in then you know you're, you're, you're home and hosed and it was a strange because when I went in um, and we were needing sort of a touch over fours it wasn't you were sort of you were neither fish nor fowl you know you didn't know whether or not you should just milk it about and then start going or you know if you'd gone in and you were needing six and over you'd, you wouldn't have had any other choice but just to start a having a go from ball one so it was I tell you what the, the, the lows <laughs> having not experienced those lows for about 12 years on Monday I couldn't concentrate my work it was just every sort of 10 minutes I was harking back to oh I could have done that and what about this and we could have done that and it's just 
It's such a shitty game. It really is such a crap game when you have a result like that. No, 100%. Uh, it's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough one to take, and I think especially the fact that I think it's always different if you go into that game and, and we get absolutely played off the park, but yeah. the fact that, that we were in complete control of that game um, until the last 15 overs of the game, that it's, it's really hard to think that out of, a, out of 100 overs, that the 15 overs at the end was... What, what kind of killed us um, yeah, yeah. and puts us out of the competition but at the same time and I guess it's always hard for the first few days after a loss like that to focus on but there was loads of positives to take from Absolutely. Game, which we need to do for into the league and into the semi-final tomorrow should it stay dry Absolutely um, you know 100, 100 opening partnership bowlers hit their straps pretty well again um, and there's just a couple of things that we need to improve upon listen I can't wait to get started and playing again and just try and and, and erase that, yeah. um, and I think pretty much everybody's of the of the same opinion. Yeah, definitely. And I think that um, I mean that's like I say, hundred hundred partnership over in the bat, and, and then I think that if we're honest with ourselves, I can't, I can't remember when chasing the last time we've scored over two hundred runs. Mm. Um, yeah, and the fashion that we scored the first hundred seventy runs in as well. I mean, we we were scoring it for the first ten overs. We were over six and over, almost seven and over. Um, and then he, we carried on that kind of rate up until about 20 overs into the game as well. So the, the positivity and confidence that yeah. we played with was great to see and the freedom that the guys were playing with as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And and as with all these things, when you're chasing a total, it, it's 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 a learning experience. You've got to, I think, end up losing a couple so that you can learn how to, when you get into that situation again, yeah. you then know listen, I did it that way last time, it didn't work, I'll try this way, and then it's just a huge learning experience that we've all got to take on board. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we've, got a, we've got a real mixture in our team of youth and experience, um, and I think that these guys that were playing, all of us all of us that were playing on Sunday, even the experienced guys, will take away learns from how things went wrong and what we could have done slightly differently and, and try to do them much better when we come up in that same situation again. Mm. That 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 uh, so we're all it's a bit like a morgue in the ch- in the changing rooms after the game, and then that guy from Harriet's bumbled in with his cans of tenants, and I tell you what, if he'd stayed for another thirty seconds, he was going to get fucking lynched. <laughs> Chris, well, at least somebody else was in the bad books because I think I was on the verge of being at that point with uh, with all of their fans. But um, yeah, 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 we don't want to have to go yeah. through that again very yeah. soon. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. But, but well appreciated all the same for having those beers. It's nice no, to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, listen. Um, we'll let you go. Um, thoughts on a Saturday Greenock down there? Obviously, they're on a bit of a roll now, having won the last two games. Pro seems to be on fire. He's now four twenty-eight. I think he scored in yeah. the in the league. Tough, tough to go down there and, and pick up 25 points. Yeah, they're, they're always a, a tough team to come up against. I think they do rely heavily on the professional, um, Mr. Bandekar. Yeah. Um, he's obviously a very good player. I think if we can if we can keep him quiet um, with bat and ball, then I think it should be a fairly comfortable day for us. But um, should he fire in a couple of the other guys that they've got there, uh, like Flacky and... Um, Who's the um, guy? Geez, who's yeah. the guy? Griffiths. He got sixty odd. Do you know him? Is that guy I Griffiths? Know, I don't know what. I don't know what the surname of the amateur is. No, 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 that's Baron Chia, the amateur. Uh huh. Uh, okay. 
No, he's, I mean, he's only played two games. Yeah. Maybe so. if anybody's watching on the Facebook Live, they could maybe tell us who Griffiths is, if anybody come across him. Yeah. And um, if he's a new player, tell, her, tell us his weaknesses. Well, so he's we can prime our bowlers. <laughs> well, he's, he's now top of the averages. Yes, I know. But, in, I mean, in a very... I would rather take where Bandiker is in the, the total run scored <laughs> than be top of the averages with 65 across two innings. Yeah, but that's a fair point. Yes. That's a fair point. Okay, well, listen. Um, good luck tomorrow if uh, if the boys get played. You've got what the West League Cup semi against Fergus Lee down at Paisley. That's right. Yeah, down at Fergus Lee. The forecast tomorrow is kind of a bit iffy. It's not as bad as today, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much damage will be done by today's weather. To be yeah, honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be good, good to catch Fergus Lee. Hopefully on a bit of a downturn form at the moment for them. Yeah, just um, they so seem to be struggling there. Seem to just never get fired against Stonywood Dice on something was a, a dodgy pitch with a bit of rains uh, about. They, they maybe made the wrong decision to bat first there, um, and then having a, a, a nightmare against. I think Stonywood. Are they? they? Yeah. Yeah, they must have thought they were in the game. I wonder if there was a problem with the wicket there. We'll, we'll phone up. Uh, we've we'll, we'll got Ross Lyons on next. Um, we'll have a chat with him. When I heard Paul Duddingston for 111, I was ecstatic. I was like, yes, that's could be another. That could be a loss for Duddingston. West at this point, I think had East Kilbride some six down. So you're thinking, yeah. here we go. We're in in front. A wee move up the table. But there no. we go. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. So we've got some two um, good calls to make now. So we're going to speak to Rocket Ronnie, Ronnie McGregor of uh, of Greenock, and then <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be an eventful call. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got uh, we've got Ross Lyons. So listen, we'll let you go, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Excellent, guys. Good All right, speak to you later, mate. Bye bye. Bye. I think on the subject to the Fergus League away game to Stonywood Dice as a travelling fan only for these things I would have been pretty pissed off if they got on the half seven bus for, the, for that performance at least we at least we took it to the end and I got a full chance to absolutely cane my way through <laughs> the heaviest bar supply but listen well it's three hours so you would have caned your way <laughs> back down on the bus if you'd been <laughs> I don't think there would have been much left of me but uh, have you got a charger for that? yeah right. yeah um, yeah, so where are we going next? So we're going to go and speak to Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie McGregor. Let me just get him up. Yeah. So I think, like we said, a really impressive performance from Greenock in that game. Brilliant from Bandicar. Probably, I think bat and ball. Yeah, I mean, 93 and 9 overs, 1 for 28. It's uh, not bad. Must be happy to have had flack back amongst the wickets. So it'll just—I mean, it'll be interesting to hear from somebody about who this uh, Griffiths character is. Yeah, because it seems like Ronnie will know. Ronnie, how you doing? I'm fine, mate. How are you? Yes, all good. All good. It's Johnny here. I'm I'm joined with Chris Ross. He does the podcast with us. Hi, Ronnie. Nice to be introduced to you over the phone, mate. Uh, Is it Chris? Uh, Chris, no Christopher. I won't respond to that. <laughs> so listen, we've not spoken. We've not spoken to anybody from Greenock because you've not won any fucking games there. Um, is it? But what's the atmosphere like down there? Obviously, it'd be good now because you've won two on the bounce. Um, but before, okay. but before then, was it fairly depressing? I was getting pretty funereal, almost. Yeah, I have to say, I was getting worse as each week passed by, and we were uh, losing again and again. But you were, you, yeah. you were putting yourself in winning positions. It's probably something that 
you know, East Kilbride, um, they just don't seem to have been able to put themselves in any winning position and, and look as if now they're afloat um, and, and sinking sinking quickly. But you guys seem to be back on back on board and, and a huge game against Drumpies on Saturday. Well, yeah, and that's uh, uh, the best performance that we've put in all season, except for the last 40 minutes when we lose under 45-1 for our last weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's a decent partnership down there at the end. Aye, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, just, uh, it's all over and done, let's just get out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and as well, I think when you've been been in that position of losing games from winning positions, it doesn't take that much to start to turn things to the point where you think, "Shit, it's it's coming again. <laughs> it's going to happen again." Because I hadn't appreciated that, of course, because your, your first game there was against Drums and, and you had the horror show, and then next, the, the following week, you came to West and, yeah. and had another reverse in, in two games, really, that probably right. you probably should have won both of them. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah, yeah. Well, I suspect, is that Johnny or is that Chris that I'm talking to? That's me, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, yeah, yeah, I suspect you were happier with West one than, uh, than, than we did in that game. Yeah, <laughs> no, fair point, fair point, fair point. <laughs> Um, so you've got uh, you've got us coming down there, West coming down there, um, and I yep. think from my point of view, it's always a difficult place to go, Greenock, irrespective of of how the team are playing. I always felt that it's a difficult job going down there and trying to to chase. Now you played at Pollock and you played at Fergus Lee. How yep. what, what are your thoughts about Greenock? Difficult place to go and play. Right. But I think uh, with the current team, it's, it's more a matter of, uh, I suspect, season first at first, and, and uh, we've got a reasonable bowling lineup. So if you get, you know, if you can get a reasonable score, uh, then we should be able to defend it. Although it didn't happen against Poland when we had them forty-one for five. That was just that was actually a well, that, that, that was another game that you probably should have come out on top against Pollock at, at Shawholm again, and another one that sort of slipped away. Yeah, we kind of identified uh, uh, after, uh, after seven weeks of the season had gone that we had uh, Stirling, Pollock, Trumpelio, uh, and East Coast Wright in the space of four weeks. The other four teams that both have the jail. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Uh-huh. But it seems so as if you, it seems that now that you've dragged back uh, Drumpelier right. um, and potentially uh-huh. Sterling may be, be, be starting to think my erroneous prediction might not be quite so good. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Chris, Chris was backing them to go down at, uh, um, earlier yeah. on in the season, um, but again they seem to be they seem to be struggling. Have you seen much of Sterling this year? Mm-hmm. And we've always, uh, in the years when we played against, over the last three or four years when we played against, the games have usually been quite close. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, in fact, Roger, Roger their scorer, actually says to me at the end of it, Ronnie, even I can't work out how you didn't win that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to him, Roger, don't worry about it. It's not me that's playing in the team. <laughs> <laughs> and how's your man Griffiths? Where's he turned up from? Guy scored Sorry? 60 odd. The fellow scored 60 odd during uh, uh, the weekend on Saturday. Well, he's, he has been around a bit over the last couple of years, but um, right. he's, uh, he's, I think he stayed in Benin and a few times when he's come over to play, the game hasn't gone ahead. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, his business has moved up with him as well. So, uh, uh, but it looks like um, we, all, we all knew that he, would, he could play and make it back, and you know, he certainly. Uh, if you saw him yourself, you know, he's taking uh, slip catches and everything about him looked like a player. Apparently, he's from Ludlow, and that's where he played before. All right, uh, okay. And uh, on Saturday, he got a bit lucky, I suppose, because they approved Mr. a, a stumping, which, uh, which was quite early in the partnership. But after that, he just supported the pro, and then when the pro was out, he just decided to do things for a bit of cleaning. Yeah. So, we managed to get 85 over the last uh, 10 overs. Sometimes we kind of get that in, four, in 40 or 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronnie, um, I was looking back on the Twitters. I hadn't realised that you'd played at Fergus Lee. How many years did you play at Fergus Lee? Oh, I had three years there. It was great fun. Uh, I never bowled a single ball uh, up the hill. Three years. <laughs> the season, you could, you could look first and top of the, uh, the square uh, at the civilians, uh, and uh, you'd see, you know, I... Still just ingrained in the ground. So you took yourself off. That will be a first, Ronnie. Well, well, yes, I was. Uh, 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 I think I'd, I'd been dumped into the hostel car park so often that you know, I couldn't take any more of the pain. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, Ronnie, did you see that where uh, they've obviously introduced red cards now, and there was an incident in the Strathmore Union where somebody got sent off. Now you've you've played obviously at Pollock and Fergus Lee. You must, and you've played for years and years and years. You must have have come across some incidents, whether they are internal incidents or incidents on the pitch, where potentially there could have been a red card. Oh, I think it was involved in most of them. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a very funny one in the National League years when uh, a boy Bill Morrison, uh, who hailed from here, was very upset about my conduct in the game again. Uh, oh, what's the name of the team? Kirst Right. And uh, he was uh, talking away. There wasn't really, uh, there wasn't a formal uh, uh, disciplinary system as such at that time, or uh-huh. a formalised one. And uh, it was impressed upon uh, him by uh, my good friend Brian Spence that so we, that the matter would be taken care of internally by Paula. So as soon as he left the club, he said, right, we're going to get to the ball, it's your round. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, 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 had a few, I had a few beers with Rennie Keith a couple of weeks back and he told me the story they were playing against Hillhead in some um, uh, Rowan Cup or West League Cup game and yeah. there was all sorts of nonsense going on and I think it was their wicketkeeper, I can't remember what his name was anyway, a yappy so-and-so 
and uh, he'd fallen out with their skipper at the time. And as they were shaking hands, walking off, I think he said to me that the Clydesdale skipper whacked the, the umpire, and there was an all-out brawl at the end of the game. Was it? Uh, Allegedly, Ronnie. Allegedly. <laughs> and then he told me. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> and then Rennie told me a story that he was playing against Rompelier and they were walking yeah. around the, the, the um, rocket, walking around the boundary, um, yeah. and I think he said it was one of their guys. Um, this was the second half and there had been some incident in the first half and the guy was fielding on the boundary I won't mention any names <laughs> you'll probably know who it is um, and uh, so they started you know bickering at one another and uh, and the guy from Drumpelier said right outside <laughs> to which the response was well we are already outside <laughs> we already are <laughs> that was actually impressive but I know exactly who you were talking about <laughs> So, so, strangely enough, the, the person from Clydesdale who was involved in that incident, and the incident, I'm not mentioning his name either, uh, and the incident at Hillhead, same person. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you're saying, it was a bad apple rather than a. Oh, uh, no, I, I, maybe a uh, sort of used, well, bad apple. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. So, you enjoying your score? How long have you been doing the scoring at Greenock for? Uh, this is my fourth season. Is it? Um, and how did you get. Is so important that sort of 50 pointer thing, isn't it? Well, exactly, but uh, the other side of it is they can't really rest on their laurels because even if they were to lose, even if they were to lose, uh, you know, John Pellier and Ethan Bowie were to lose every game in uh, two at the end of the season, they played against each other on the last Saturday. So, yeah, yeah. I've said to her, two wins is not going to keep us up. Last year it was six, the year before it was four. So. Well, that was, that was what I wanted to ask, Ronnie. What point do you think you need to get to? Where would you feel comfortable about staying up? How many wins? Probably four or five wins. It also depends on how many games we actually get. and how much it's interfered with by the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, w- and which games those are? Because if, if they are games that you're playing against teams that are either below you or just above you, those are the kind of games uh-huh. you want to make sure and play. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to put the horses on then.
Sanji Patel, was it not? Sandy, no. Yeah, Sandy, Sandy Patel. Sandy Patel, that's right, yeah. yeah. So, listen, we need to sit down and get an interview and you can tell us all the, all the stories. Oh, there's a fun Dublin journey. I'll, I'll do it sometime. Uh, I don't know if I'll see you on Saturday, but if not, I'll be back in touch. Good man, good man. All right, take care. Cheers, Ronnie. Thank Cheers, you. Bye, bye, Chris. Bye. Ronnie McGregor. I think that is. <laughs> it's quite an odd thing to show with most of the incidents being spoken about before you were born. But, uh, <laughs> no, I imagine there's a... a a veritable gold mine. Oh, I tell you what, in there. He played at Pollock, so he would have played with Omar yeah. back in the eighties. Yep. Um, he would have played a very good Pollock side, and then he had at the tail end of his season, he went down with Ian Adshed to Fergus Lee uh-huh. and played with the Kennedy brothers, and and had a uh, obviously a, a a good time down there. So, um, aha, uh-huh. feisty. Yes, he, he just, I tell you what, he was a bit of a firecracker as well. Yeah, when it wasn't going his way, yeah. he just used to go off his head. Uh, so I like to hear. Yeah. So listen, let's get Ross Lyons on, and then we'll wrap it up. Eh? Yes. Not keep our adoring public too long. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as we've spoken about this one a little bit in passing, I want to know what the pitch was like. Yeah. Surely, I mean, to goodness, it's not. There must be something wrong with the pitch. No, I mean, it, well, it's. I mean. But it's an odd one, because Bothwell's normally a great place to go and buy. Well, that's right. Hello. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? Not too bad, are you? Yeah, very well, very well. Sorry we've kept you. We had Ronnie McGregor on there talking to Greenock, and because we've not had a chance to speak to Greenock all season, because they've not won any games, we thought we'd better give them a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, so, are you still there? No, he's not. No. I'm just bored with my chat. Yeah, he's just... You only gave me... Hi there, how you doing? Not too bad. Yeah, so we're just saying there that uh, we're speaking to Ronnie, Ronnie McGregor, who's the scorer at, um, at Greenock, and yeah. we wanted to have a chat, a longer chat with him, because obviously they've not really been on this season, but they look as if they're possibly looking to drag Drumpelier back into the mire and uh, may well, avoid... Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think they're cool, I think they look like now. Line up pro a lot, but yeah. they've got a few other good players there now. Uh, the young boy 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you know of him? Yeah, with it. that's been our, our reaction here not really sure how to talk about him when nobody seems to know anything about the guy other than yeah he's played two games and he scored 60 not out in one of them so yeah well, what he did so can't be a bad thing no. uh, yeah I saw that I saw that so listen let's talk Saturday uh-huh. 111 what was wrong with the pitch uh, more what was wrong with that to be honest yeah there was nothing wrong with the pitch Right, okay. Uh, like most pitches, it was quite dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we've, we've given seven catches and I think it was a run out. Well, there was a run out as well. Yeah. And we're sold Abdul up the river a little bit. But yeah, we were just giving wickets away too much. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was turning. Uh, not about that. It was swinging early on as well. Jamie was doing his usual selves, swinging around corners, mm-hmm. going to his field. He ended up taking three for a thing, didn't he? Three for 21. Yeah, three for not very many. Both mm-hmm. games straight out at the start. Um, and then Harun came on at that end and got a couple of wickets. And then I think it's his brother or cousin, he came on and cleaned up the tail of him. And what about it really well, he battled it out. Mm-hmm. He was the last man out after opening the bat. Uh, but yeah, I think we're probably 70, 80 too short, if we're being honest. Wow, we're gonna, we're right. We're going to win games all season, back like that. It wasn't 111 plays, yeah. plays 80 then? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So how do you, Ross, how do you then approach that? See, it's the second innings, knowing you've got, just said 70, 80, too few. How do you approach that going into the second innings? Because, I mean, over here we thought that was the game, do you mean done? with the scorecard they've got there do you mean your first four out for under 10 and people struggling yeah, to stick about and you've, you've shipped you've shipped 23 extras as well to help them Sorry, on you go, Ross, on you go. No, on you go. No, I was just going to ask, so at what point in that ends then, what's the point where you think that 
it's turned. What point do you think actually we've got a real shot here? Because at the situation, the, you're, you were five down for sort of 60, they're five down for 60. So you must think, well, listen, it's evenly matched. We've just got to play better in the last, with the last five, five weeks. You must surely have thought when they're five down for 60 that you've got a chance, you've got a sniff. arm still as, as as high as it uh, as it always was or is he starting to knock knock it knock out the, the umpire? Still high. Still very high, still ragging the square. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he, he's you're guaranteed ten overs for not very many with a couple of wickets out of him. Yeah. I think he went for thirty odd. Yeah, three for thirty one off his ten. Much to be fair, he's quite Yeah. Because it, it just takes one guy, to, especially at Uddingston, where the, the ball runs down the hill, it just takes a couple of overs and, and the game's lost for you. So, you're, with that those. The way it was sort of looking like with Omar as well. Right. Because he chipped in with 14 at the end, I think. No, no, that was Haroon. Oh, was that, oh, well, was that yeah. Haroon, is it? Yeah, right. Haroon as well, to be fair. It was a bit nervy with him, but I think that was more a last wicket partnership. And that, yeah, we, so. We backed ourselves to get one of them. Mm-hmm. At the end, um, but yeah, Harun's actually timing the ball really well. Best I've seen him time the ball. Yeah, yeah. And so the uh, the truck keeps going down the road. Then you've uh, you you must be pleased with the way things are going. Breeps, what what was Breeps? Was it? Has he been dropped? No, he was in holiday. It's holiday season for us, so I think we were missing four guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. We Well, I did. I wondered where, whether the the low batting score was just you were without your spiritual leader, and so everybody's <laughs> just gone to pieces. Well, it's been pretty low when you've been there as well. <laughs> well, at least at least it'll be a bit quieter, I think, eh? Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> no. Are they are they all back for next week? And um, Brian and Fergus are, um, and we've got Gav still away. And so it's what's Sterling this weekend? How are you feeling about that? I think every game for us just now going into a massive game, isn't it? Especially when we're not scoring the runs we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we'll turn up there and it's going to be pretty flat deck that our batsmen like batting on. Um, yeah. And just back our ball and again. I mean, without Neil, will be different, but we've got Mohammed Adnan, we've got Abdul's here as well. Yeah. Tons of experience going wise. Well, and I guess I, I guess the way to look at it more, more positively is almost 
if you can keep yourself in it at the moment when you're not scoring as many runs as you would like, you would like to think that that turns round at some point before the end of the season. You'd like to think so, but I have been a long week so far, not whatever it is. So yeah, it's taking its time. I think we've only got two hundred once things in at press week. Yeah, I, I think that's true of, of so many sides that they just don't seem to have been consistent. It, it certainly seems to have been a bowler's year thus far, and, and I guess looking at the weather, it's certainly you're expecting it's going to be another bowler's dream on Saturday with, with a bit of wetness about for, for three days. Roller's not going to get onto the track, and uh, so it, it could be another bowler-friendly set of, of results next week. <laughs> You're right there. We've been playing wickets for these since we're under 12 levels. Yeah. So surely the guys are getting used to batting in the slower decks now. Yeah. They're not for the overseas players, but they guys, they're the ones that seem to come in and adjust to adapt to what they need to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas our guys still go out try to play every shot in the book to uh-huh. when they come on and steamers up front with a swinging ball. Listen, did you see that thing about the red card during the during the week at Strathmore and the Strathmore Union? Somebody got bounced out? You played any games that you reckon somebody should have got a red card? Um, played that game at Hillhead you were talking about already. <laughs> oh, did you? And did that honestly? When he told me that, he'd had a few sherbets, <laughs> and I thought, no, there's no way that's happened. Were you just walking off and, and somebody lapped him? Um, I was just walking off, and to be fair, he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> he should have that game as well, and I think he was getting a wee bit too racist for some people's liking. All right, uh, okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, so fair enough. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. In, in these yeah. days where you all have to sort of shake hands, etc., yeah. you're not expecting somebody to just launch an uppercut into your. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, it's more of an overhead right as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, just going for the, the maker. Yeah, just trying to finish it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, I've never been in a situation where it's, it's resorted to physical violence. But I guess sometimes oh, it. I've seen that come close a couple of times off it. Right, right. Wow. Um, I guess that's just the people I play with. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're, maybe you're the sort of uh, the sort of common denominator, Ross. Do you reckon you could be so. driving this cycle <laughs> of violence? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Innocent bystander. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, Sterling, then, you've, you've got to hope that you'll get 25. I mean, the expectation surely must be if you take 25 there, that Sterling, you know, they're they're skirting around that relegation zone and, and you think that if they lose another one and, and maybe Greenock... Uh, well, we don't want to say Greenock are going to do West, yeah. but if if Trump say win, it it brings everybody back there into the relegation. Are you yeah, saying? Yeah, I think if if Greenock keep on going and Trump's win another one, it really opens it up mm. there as well. Yeah, a few. I think they all play each other in the next few weeks anyway. So yeah, I think that's right. That's yeah. what Ronnie was saying anyway. So that that yes, that'll be interesting down there, uh, and then I think at the top as well. I think we've just got to back ourselves and keep winning if we do that. And, ourselves to blame if we don't at this stage we've got a hard hard finish we'll get you guys and impressed with them quite the last three games that's probably as hard as it's going to get for any team to 
be fair. Yeah. It, it's going to go to the last round, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, the way that the fixtures are, are there's no way that somebody's going to be have enough points in yeah, the bag, I don't be. think, uh, to go into that last round of games saying, oh, we've already won it. I yeah. just don't think that's... And that is going to be so exciting. It's going to be like sort of cup finals, I guess, for, yeah. for all the teams yeah. playing those last games. Well, I suppose it's the cup finals for the West since there's no teams there anymore. But... Mm, we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's as good a league as it's been in the wildest. Yeah. I mean, there's... Still, firstly, they're not out of it. I don't think Clydesdale are out of it as well. Then, um, teams keep winning games. Yeah, yeah. Games. You lose two games, we lose two games. Special is two. The other teams win two. They're back in it. That's right. They? Yep, yep. So, and there's still a few games left. It's, what seven, seven left in the season. So, it's still a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay, listen. Thanks very much for picking up the phone. So, you're skipping the side on on Saturday again, are you? Brian's back. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather speak to you than Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> he gives it too much. He gives it too much of the football manager yeah. stuff. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Ross. Take care. Thanks Cheers, Bye. Thank you. Bye. He's good value. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it's always good to be able to unearth some of the the backstory to. Well, that's Dribble. corroborated that. I yes. thought when Reggie Keith was talking to me, he was talking drivel. But you just, clearly, he just wanted a shot on the. On the <laughs> honestly, Johnny, I've got loads of stories to share. But, oh yeah, he's yeah. got. He wanted to come on, so uh, we we'll maybe get him on. But I just, I still can't believe that that you're no. walking off the game and somebody just slaps. No. I mean, in fairness, it makes more sense than to do it whilst they're out there holding a bat, though, doesn't it? So wait until they go and put it away and then oh, land on them. Mental. But mental. I think Ross makes a really good point, and you probably talked about it as well. The I think it does go down to the last game because I just can't see anybody. I can't see anybody still being in the same position. I think everybody will have lost another game going into the last game of the season. I don't think anybody looks strong enough or consistent enough to just roll off win after win after win at mm-hmm. this stage. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if it went into the last round of fixtures with Prestwick, Uddingston, and West all having lost two games. Yeah, and so in a very similar to position, position to what they're in just now. Prestwick looks strong though. They do. They really do. I think down there. They can. They've got the potential to post three hundred, and that's a that's a hell of a. No matter how good a batting unit you are, chasing three hundred is is a tough ask. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I also think that you have to look at it with from the other perspective of the, we know this. We know that there are, they struggle to get a really full strength team out every single week, and if yeah. that happens when you're playing West, you're playing Livingston. Does but, that? Yeah. How does that impact on on that as a game? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And I just I don't I think it's. I think it's as much as there are good there are good teams all around there, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't I just wouldn't be surprised to see in that sort of round of fixtures where all the teams at the top start to rattle off fixtures against each other that everybody drops a few points. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just hope the weather doesn't ruin it. No, exactly. It could be criminal that second last game of matches if that's all rained off. I mean, that'd just be absolutely horrendous. So let's I, hope that doesn't happen. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Like you said, I think the weather's going to going to play its part this week Boas will be feeling pretty confident with what looks like it's going to be a hard weekend out there to get much yeah. road of the wicket done much cutting done so I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bowling paradise on Saturday although our twos are, our twos are here and the ones are at Greenock so yeah. they might be getting something in the the microclimate down, down in the Inverclyde coast so let's just have a quick re-preview of, of what's happened so Clydesdale uh, that was last week Drumps Fergus Lee 
Fergus Lynch. You think Fergus? Yeah, I think Fergus Lynch. Really just sad drums. It is, but you can't think three weeks in a, on the bounce. You can't think Fergus Lee. The Fergus Lee. No, and I just I don't think. I think drums are really down at that bottom level. I think it's just a gulf. I think we've spoken about it before. I think the league's split into three. You know, there's three. There's the three at the top. There's probably two in the middle, and then mm. four at the bottom. With him and East Kilbride almost in a mini league of of one at the moment. But and you mentioned East Kilbride. They've got to go to Presswick, so that's. Or rather, East Kilbride or Presswick going to East Kilbride. Presswick win that easily. Yeah. East Kilbride. It was watching them on Saturday. There's not a chance they're staying up. There's not. There's just. There's not enough. It doesn't look like enough to de- desire to stay up. Mm. From what I viewed. From what I viewed. Which is that's the case. That's the worrying thing because it's difficult to engender that. Yeah, exactly. No, then money been Kazim are very good cricketers, but two cricketers don't win. Don't just, win cricket. I tell you what, he batted well. Money, yeah, batted oh, really, really just, well. Just steadying the ship, and then he started to go. I mean, he said himself he he, he missed out on a ton, and I'm fairly sure that he did because yeah, it's a good batting wicket up. Yeah, there. you have to you have to actually be, I think, quite annoyed to have got yourself to that stage, yeah. and then and then got yourself out. And he probably in fairness to him, probably or not in fairness to him, it's probably the opposite of being fair to him. But to that point as well, he'd got himself in without having to face Rory too much. I don't think so. Do you know I mean you were starting to move? You were at the point where probably you could have gone like you say on for a big score mm. but again is that indicative of just of where they are as a team mm. I think it's really hard for one player to really dominate when the rest of the team are struggling yeah fair dues fair dues Greenock West I think we'll go down there and win a, it's going to be a tough game yeah, the way Greenock have done the last few games yep. but I know I mean I think the performance here on Saturday was really promising to see mm-hmm. I think from us obviously Sunday was a different matter but as we've spoken about there's a lot of positives in that and I just think I think for the teams down at the bottom, West have probably just got a bit too much. Yeah. Particularly with the ball, but I think also in the batting at the okay. moment. I think I agree with that. Pollock Clydesdale, local it's derby. Tough one. I think Clydesdale will take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Shawholm could be in a particularly wet state after this mm-hmm. week, so it does kind of depend what I think they get down there. But, yeah, I think... Interesting what Paddy was saying there about he thought that 2018 would be the year for them, but they lost players, and then he was hoping 2019 was well, the year I think, for them. I didn't say when he was on air, actually, but when you think of actually what they've gone through with with Condalanga and yeah. with all of that sort of stuff, yeah. that's really hard to bounce back from when somebody who's such a central point to your team. And I just think losing anybody of that, like not even of that stature, just losing somebody at that age from a cricket club mm-hmm. is never going to be. It's always going to take a bit of a while yeah, to bounce back from. Agreed. And then Sterling and Uddy. I Uddy think Uddy win. I, I think Uddy he probably win. Half the teams. Yeah. Neil Alexander's out and yeah, Gav Madden was out. And I so. think Gav Main's still injured, so they won't have the bowling that they've had. So if this is a. I mean, again, like we're saying with the weather, do you really want availability to be what knocks you out of, mm. of winning the league? But I guess at the same time, if you lose because of that, then you're not really built. Built to go the full season, are you? So fair point. Yeah, fair point. Okay, listen, we've gone. Oh, James, nearly an hour and a half, eh? It's been yeah, a well, summer special, and exactly, we've just got such thrilling guests. We have. They've been good today. I like yeah. Ronnie. We'll get Ronnie on again. Exactly. And, and Ross Lyons, he's got some good chat. I think that's the first time we've had a full quota of the winning captains as well. Yeah. Or well, our representatives. Yeah, you're right. Clubs. You're right. So listen, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Yeah. Out of the shoe. Sometimes right. Sometimes wrong. Always. Certainly. See you next week, guys. Thanks very much. Okay, there's another one in the can. Uh, 
yeah, just listen, delighted to, for everybody to get in touch. You can do it through the usual channels on Twitter. We're still looking for lots of people to join us on Facebook. We've got, I think, Facebook up to about uh, 88, I think, members there, which is great, and 145 on the Twitter. So it's growing slowly but surely. So if you want to, to get in touch or indeed if you want a shout out, then please don't hesitate to, uh, to drop me a line there. So I'm going to roll out of here. Got to get down to Greenock tomorrow. Interesting set of matches coming up a uh, couple of suppose dead rubbers out there and uh, everybody I guess is just rallying the troops and positioning themselves for for the last three or four weeks because that is when it is going to go tasty so listen thanks for listening to Out the Shoe we'll catch you next time Out the Shoe sometimes right sometimes wrong always certain